With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hello and welcome to the MMQB NFL Podcast. I'm Gary Grandling. I'm Jenny Brentis. And I'm Connor Orr. And a week ago, we rolled out our rule change suggestions. And in the spirit of the season, with uh, Christmas right around the corner here, and a very Merry Christmas to anyone who celebrates it, but uh, we decided to, to give back to our audience for once, to actually, uh, you know, show some, uh, show some love and respect to those who listen to our show. And we are going to share some of the rule change suggestions that came in. And some of them, we will berate the listener. I mean, let's let's be honest with that. And some of them, we will praise them. And uh, I don't know, <laughs> fold these rules into our, our imaginary football league. I mean, that really truly is the gift, to be able to be berated by us. So it's uh, Merry Christmas to all of you. That's it. It'll be it'll be some Santa moments. It'll be some Krampus moments, and it'll uh, it'll all come together beautifully here. Krampus is getting big, by the way. Like, yeah, is it is it? How do you say it, by the way? Krampus. Krampus. I yeah, thought it was I had Krampus. That sounds terrible, though. Yeah, Krampus sounds more like a pain. Um, but yeah, I've I've heard now of I've I've had a confirmed existence of a Krampus party, and people were wearing like. Christmas sweaters smeared in like fake blood. <laughs> so I just googled I, this. I didn't oh. know anything about it. Yeah, Krumpus is like bad, bad German Santa, right? 
Yeah, he's kind of like demony. Is my impression. He like, takes the toys away. Half yes. man, half goat. Is that also accurate? Yeah, seems okay. like it. Okay. And and he, uh, I mean, I don't like the the violence of it. I do like the thought of. I think he puts the kids in like looks like a clothes hamper type of thing in some illustrations. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, just sort of taunts him and whatnot and. <laughs> Sure, it's all in good fun. Well, we did this pod just so I could be educated about this strange phenomenon. Jenny will now be afraid of Krumpus for the, for the rest of her days. So we will see who gets a Santa and who gets a Krumpus here as we go along. And we are starting here. Uh, G-Rain writes in to us, and he had two rule suggestions. And this first one, I mean, it's going to be polarizing right off the bat here. Uh, G-Rain writes... The first rule I would change is adopting the college rule of the game clock stopping after a team gains a first down. I'm going to open this one up to the floor. I have strong opinions against this. No disrespect, because we appreciate all of the feedback. (laughs) And maybe it's potentially because I've been watching so much NFL. So whenever, you know, over the last 10 years or whatever, whenever I watch college, it's jarring. But... I like the fact that two-minute warnings or two-minute drives are hard because you have to worry about the clock. It's this additional factor that makes it more challenging, more difficult. It affects the play selection. I think you would lose a lot of drama if you changed it. And also, we have all of these stats about successful two-minute drives and you know quarterbacks who've led their teams back from deficits. And if you add the stoppage of the game clock for a first down, then those feats become easier and you sort of change the meaning of some of that history. I'm going to say no as well, G rain, because I have shit to do. You know, I can't be watching five hour games <laughs> to plain and simple. Like, you know, uh, the beauty of it is that when, you know, under two minute warning, it's basically a rolling clock, you know? And, uh, so I dig that. If you don't have timeouts, then that's on you. And, uh, to Jenny's point, kind of connecting it uh, to to something that relates to common sense. Um, I think there is an art to timeout preservation. Um, I, I remember being at a, few, a Patriots game once and actually talking to Jenny about this, saying it is just unbelievable to me, for example, that Bill Belichick always has three timeouts in the exact moment that he needs three timeouts. And there is just an element of preparation there that I think coaches do in the ga- days leading up to the games that make these two-minute drives seamless and that you don't need all these clock stoppages. So I think it actually rewards bad coaching. Um, mm. So, for example, Urban Meyer, it would reward him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also making the college to pro transition easier, but uh, we're already past that. So, Urban Meyer would be nine and three with this uh, rule in place. <laughs> that was the only difference, honestly. I mean, just a, a slight between success and, you know, um, what's the word? Um, unprecedented failure? <laughs> mm, yeah this is not an urban meyer podcast sorry yeah it's not it is not uh i am uh, i i'm also a no i mean this is a crumpus here g rain's gonna have to get in the basket although ah. he has a second one so so maybe uh maybe we'll let him out and he can have a mediocre christmas when it's all said and done but uh i will I, I'll, I'll crack the door open just a little bit and say 
it can be a little absurd to have to rely on, uh, you know, the officials and the uh, the equipment people, whoever the ball boy is, sort of, sort of getting the ball out and spotted and that sort of thing. I mean, we saw it. We saw it two Thursdays ago, and in, in, I, I don't. Did we have a name for that Chase Claypool thing where he points for the first down, and everyone got super upset because he pointed for the first down, and it was going to cost him the second, and then it ended up costing him like eight seconds because Eric Kendricks just ran up and grabbed the ball and threw it away, and for some reason all the officials were like, "Whoa, that's so weird that." Like Eric Kendricks went up there and suddenly the ball just ended up like way away from where it was going. Uh, but that ends up taking like six seconds off the clock. And that's just, you know, the, the officials have a lot on their plates. Uh, it's been a, a bit of a tough year, but that's just like one more thing that you're relying on them to very efficiently do at that point. And Sky, Sky Judge doesn't save you there. You just need to do it. Sky Judge saves everybody from everything, Gary. Don't diminish Sky Judge. We can call it Celebrate Gate. I don't know. What, whatever we would call the Chase Claypool thing. But no, Sky Judge fixes everything. Yeah. yeah. But- Sky Judge is like, you know, in my big fat Greek wedding where they use Windex for everything. Sky Judge judges Windex. It just fixes everything. It's applicable to any situation. It just makes everything better. It's a cure-all. But that was a good movie reference. Go by, me. I was just going to say, like, by the way, the gift to everybody, quite possibly Jenny's first ever movie reference Thank in you. four yeah. years of podcasting with her. This is uh, this feels unprecedented. Talk about speak about unprecedented. This is I, I love that big fat Greek <laughs> wedding, too. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with Some everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. All right, we have one more from G. Rain to try and uh, salvage his uh, time on the show here. Uh, the second rule that I would look at, this being G. Rain, is rewarding a team that causes a turnover inside the 25 by bringing the ball out to the 25-yard line. So what he's suggesting is basically, uh, you know, you get an interception on the five-yard line instead of trying to run it back. If you try to run it back, you just get it wherever you run it back. But it's it's the touchback, you know, type of uh, type of approach to this on kickoffs where, you know, you intercept it on the, on the five-yard line, you can just give yourself up and the ball will be spotted at the 25. Uh, this is new and, and interesting. And I'm not sure I have a take on it. I'm intrigued by it. I don't know if there's a reason for it, but I don't know if there's a reason against it. Here's my pro. Um, G-Rain did not mention this, but uh, it sounds like maybe a concern there for player health and safety, right? Mm -hmm. I think oftentimes if you make an interception, especially in the red zone, it's those like, it's a lot of those passes where it's going to be a cornerback kind of breaking on a route like, you know, like an in-breaking route or an out-breaking route and, and having room to run or, you know, uh, something like that. And so I think it does avoid some of the crackback blocking that we've seen, like, is fairly prevalent. And no matter how many times refs flag that, that's just a favorite moment for football players to be able to run backwards and just knock somebody out. And it's not a great thing. But I think doing that, rewarding that, um, does eliminate that. I will <clears throat> offer a fun sort of suggestion there. Um but I, you know, I think that the player should have to work for it a little bit. The player can can punt the ball. Uh, so if you if you intercept it, uh, let's let's move it inside the ten. And if you cause a turnover inside the ten yard line, you punt the ball. Like say you're say Jenny's the cornerback. She intercepts the pass inside the ten, and then just winds up and kicks it. And wherever that kick ends up, that's where you get the ball. <laughs> So sort of like combine, bring rugby into the fold, force a player who is not positionally able to kick the ball to kick the ball. And I think we're going to have some good moments. All right. That is very interesting, Connor. I like the health and safety point. I was thinking that as well. You kind of eliminate some of the chaos of returns that mm-hmm. can create unsafe situations. So on that stand, from that standpoint, I think it's a good thing. The one question I have here is... How would your awareness of where you are in the field factor into this? And I guess to some degree, that is always a factor. Let's say you make the play in the end zone. You have to decide whether to take the ball out of the end zone or not. 
So I guess it's just sort of shifting that calculation that you have to make. But it does present an interesting you know, decision if you're at the 20 yard line or you're at the 15 or the 10 or the 24, right? I don't know. It just seems like there might be an array of different strategical decisions you would have to make in a split second, which would require some extra coaching. But I'm always in favor of things that introduce new strategical considerations into the game. So maybe that could be a good thing. I have a question for Connor. What if you go for your punt and like it's just it's that you know whatever you you're, you think you're kind of in space and you start to punt it and you like get grabbed and so the ball ends up you swing and miss or something like that is it now a free ball again yeah yeah so i like that if if you're deciding to be an asshole and trying to punt it then you know that's on you too you know so it's like it's really introducing an extra element to the game you know and uh i just i like the idea of pro football focus grading like Patrick Peterson's punting. I just, I enjoy that thoroughly. And I would like to, you know, I, you know, everything comes back to my preferences, obviously, but, you know, to be able to, at the end of the season, rank um, the best non-punting punters, uh, the best non-punter punters in the NFL, um, I, I just would find great joy in that. I like the fact that people would then like argue over Madden ratings in, in punting for every player in the league. And uh, <laughs> I appreciate the fact that we started at, you know, player safety with this. And now we're at just guys <laughs> doing <laughs> unfamiliar around, like, smashing each other while they're punting yeah. emotions, leaving yeah. them prone and just getting, I mean, yeah. can you, can you rough the, the person? Uh, yeah. It's, it's uh, it's going to create a whole mess, which uh, I guess is kind of what we're going for anyway. But uh, I'm I'm open to this. I'm I, open I, to it. Yeah, I I think enough that we would uh, you know, uh, Crumpus is letting uh, G Rain out of the out of out of the basket, out of the hamper, <laughs> out of the clothes hamper. And I uh, really one of the things that I like about our show is that we're like we say things that are so wrong and. <laughs> And then like, and then like someone like, and like, but our audience is very nice. Like there's not like, I think our audience is, is to the right size. We're like, just kind of mostly our, you know, well, like a large group of friends, like a, like a high school basketball stadium full of friends. But like, um, and everyone's just like, Hey, just wanted to let you know, like during the podcast, you said like this, but it was completely wrong. Hope you have a good day. And like, you know, I just can't wait for someone to be like, Hey, like, Crumpus doesn't put children in a clothes basket. Um, that must have just been something you saw online. Have a great day. You know, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, how else would Crumpus do his laundry? He already has the hamper. The kids go in it. I'll find it. I I saw the illustration a couple of years ago. I'll I'll find it somewhere. But yeah, that's what he does. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, this next one is uh, coming from Owen Egan, and this is something that the XFL put in. I I believe no one ever attempted this in the XFL, but the three-point conversion. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and it's really sad that I'm wrong because Jenny just gave me these notes before the show, but uh, in the XFL, you could go for one point from the two-yard line, for two points from the five-yard line, or for three points from the 10-yard line. And uh, I guess in the NFL, you know, we, we keep the PAT for one and, and the two-yarder for two. And I think the math generally works out in that, right? You, you want the PAT. I mean, if anything, I'd move the PAT back to the original uh, line and just make it near automatic again because you want that to be you know if you're doing the math you want like the one point to be almost auto- completely automatic you want the two point to be a 50 50 proposition you want the three point to be a one in three proposition uh which probably would be around like the 10 yard line yeah i mean i really like this i think this is a fun idea again it introduces an extra layer of strategy that coaches have to consider Going for three from the 10 is probably something you would only do if you had to because the chances of getting in from the 10-yard line are a lot smaller. I mean, we heard 
Bill Belichick talk about this with his decision to kick the field goal in the Colts game. And because it was fourth and goal from the seven, they kicked the field goal instead of going for the touchdown. So I think going for it from the 10 would be if you're trying to close a deficit. But then it does allow for the fact that teams can come back. Like it creates a more exciting game because you have the ability to score nine points on any touchdown. And so our understanding of what a two-score game is, is is changes. And so I really like this. Anything that would allow for a beat reporter to have to ask like an angry Mike Zimmer on a regular <laughs> basis why he doesn't go for three would be <laughs> just such a treat for me. You know what I mean? Or like, I mean, Jenny, we both covered Tom Coughlin. Like, can you imagine just like every single Monday being like, Tom, you know, you were down down by whatever, uh, you know, you didn't think about going for three there and uh, just watching their, like, old heads explode out of, like, you know, anger that the game is changing and everything. I just, uh, that would that would be really special to me. I, I would really like that. Does it bother you that a nine-point lead would now be a one-possession game? Like, that, no. that math goes out the window. No, because it should be. Like, I, I, think, I think it's silly that, like, I don't know. You either have to do one or the other, right? You have to fix the onside kick to make it like closer than a one in 10,000 proposition. And then, or you have to allow for a bigger point swing. And I think that one of those two things needs to be tweaked because otherwise, I mean, I guess the NFL has its cake and eats it too because of the, um, you know, the increase in the widespread nature of gambling at this point. People are always going to watch until the end of the game because they have a vested interest. But um, you know, I, I'm thinking about people like me and I would just like who doesn't gamble and I would just like games to be closer and more interesting at the end. Also, getting nine points is really hard still. I mean, that's the right. other thing that right. I would say is that it's still <clears throat> unlikely. You're probably only going to do it if you have to or there's some extreme mismatch against the opponent. So it's still a pretty high bar to clear. Okay. All right. Gary's not convinced. Just an uh, update here, by the way, Gary, that Crumpus uh, does – it's a laundry basket. You're not wrong. Like, yeah, Crumpus does right? – it's, it's like a wicker laundry basket that he's yeah. carrying children around in. I so. mean, I really thought you were wrong, or maybe I was just hoping you were I wrong. Was because I was certain he was wrong. don't know what's going on here, but certain. okay. No, it's – and uh, to be honest, I spent most of this show uh, looking for pictures of Crumpus <laughs> online here so that I could – <laughs> so I could win this argument at some point. But, so when uh, Gary says, how do you feel about one score being nine points? He's just really asking the question so we can go back to Googling and Connor and I can debate it. And then he'll just chime back in later while he's looking at Crumpus photos. Guys, be as expansive as you want with your answers. No, I, uh, I look... I think a neat thing is to say, like, if you have a single-digit point lead, like, it's still a game. Get to 10. Make it a 10-point game. Put it away. There you go. Uh, I do want to throw in just real quick uh, the the old, I, you know, I mentioned the old, you know, short extra point. The old, uh, what was it, like a 19-yard kick that it used to be. And the argument was always... Well, you can't have a play that, you know, gets converted 98% of the time. People, you know, th th there's no excitement. People won't watch that. But I, I don't know about you guys, and I don't know about our listeners, but unless it's like the end of a game where it's like the game winning slash tying extra point, I can't really remember uh, actually paying attention to an extra point 
since they moved it back, it just misses every once in a while. And then you're like, oh, they only have six. Okay. Yeah, it's like you just turn like you just turn around. And you're like, huh? Like they, you know, I must have missed something. But I would say the only times that I've ever religiously watched uh, extra points were remember it was like probably eight years ago when Rob Gronkowski like broke his arm on an extra point, and everyone right. was like, why? I kept asking Bill Belichick why Rob Gronkowski was in blocking on extra points. And then I think I like went back and watched like a, a billion Patriots extra points. Um, and then also didn't Nick Saban do something really weird uh, with his holders? Like um, they either, they were like backup quarterbacks and his backup quarterback got hurt on an extra point. Um, he didn't use punters. He used quarterbacks always because he wanted the, the ever present, potential of a fake um but then like someone got run over and then hurt and so there was like an issue there so i think that there's um those are the only two times i've ever in my life paid attention to an extra point ah i thought you were gonna say to keep tabs on michael badgley (laughs) (laughs) he's missed some extra points this year by the by oh he was having a great year but he missed one the other day saturday night national game not good Mm. Real X Factor could go uh, positive or negative. That's what makes him such an X Factor. Still trying to win that one, Gary. (laughs) This next one is coming from, we're going to make this rapid fire. This is coming from Michael Schutz. He claims it's pronounced Schutz. Uh, uh, I'll play your game, Schutz, because uh, you've written into the show before, but uh, it's not spelled that way. We both know that. But uh, he is putting forth a series of CFL adjustments, and he is uh, basically applying to be our Canadian correspondent uh, for the show, which is not an open position, and we will uh, put your resume on the pile, I suppose, the the one piece of paper pile. Uh, But Michael Schutz, uh, I'll I'll do this rapid fire, and people can just shout out their their answers. Uh, First one, unlimited backfield motion. Yes. I would say yes, except for the player safety concern where, uh, you know, you can run full speed up to the line of scrimmage and that leads to larger collisions down the field. Okay. I'm, I'm going no on this one. So I guess we'll have to table it for uh, next year's faux competition committee meeting and decide whether we're going to, I think it's too much chaos. I think uh, we have enough offensive advantages and it's time to uh, do the defense a couple of favors at this point. And I will do that favor uh, by canceling out this, (laughs) this rule in this exercise that will affect no one. Uh, Removing the number of, Oh, sorry. Three, two, one. Removing one down from the number of tries you get to get a first down. So we're talking uh, three downs here going forward. No. No. Why? No. Sorry, shoots. Does the CFL only have three downs? Yeah, right? Yeah. I think As so. a resident <laughs> CFL expert, until we hire our pal Mike Shoots, gonna say maybe we do need Shoots. Yeah, yeah. get out of here, Shoots. Three no da- one's a Canadian football. Three, three downs in the CFL. I just opened the tab right next to my uh, Crumpus Wicker Basket picture, so that is confirmed now. Next one is 
Oh, goalposts from the back of the end zone to the front. No. Definitely no. Again, because of the player safety concern. I always wonder why there aren't more collisions. I uh, I have a quick funny story about this. I, Jenny and I used to work at a newspaper, and there was a, um, a columnist that contributed to uh, the paper on a semi-regular basis um, uh, as he neared his 100th birthday. Um, and he was like a legendary columnist, like in the 30s, 40s, like in that 50s in that era. And uh, like submitted a column. I remember working there at the night desk arguing that they should push the goalpost to the back of the end zone. And everyone was looking around like that happened in 1970. Wow. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're like, we're just going to like the whole column wasn't about that, but it was just like in another thing, they need to move this goalpost back. And everyone was like, that happened such a long time ago. Hmm. <laughs> incredible story connor incredible yes. yes well why can't we just take a why can't we just have like a because the back of the end zone goalpost still has some sort of threat here like they raise the net to catch the ball why can't you just push that netting up to the back of the end zone and just have you know you have guys kicking into a net that has like you know whatever the 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 posts are there and we can look at see whether it uh went through those posts or not it could come out of it could come out of the stands, right? Like it could be in the stands and then it could like arch out kind of like a tree over like a pond that's trying to stretch for sun and then go up. Like it could go out and then up out from like one of those tunnels that doesn't even need to be there and then up so that that way it's not even th- then there's almost no way you could run into it. If that's the concern, I don't know if that if that's the issue think we need an engineer to uh put this together for us i'm just saying drop a giant net instead of behind the goalpost it is the goalpost you just need to push the the netting out a little bit (laughs) i don't know (laughs) there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you. I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, last one from Shoots here. Uh, the immediate inflammation of the Rouge, which, uh, yes. of course, is the the one-pointer, the, the kick it out of the, uh, punt it out of the back of the end zone. I love this. And I think that there is perennial debate on if the CFL should continue to keep the Rouge, but the people who are in favor of it are very in favor of it because it basically rewards you for moving the ball downfield close enough that you could at least kick the ball into the end zone. So you get something for a drive rather than, you know, marching cross midfield and then the drive stalls, you're out of field goal range and you get nothing. At least with the Rouge, you get one point. So Rouge is if you punt the ball into the end zone, it has to like stay there. I think the other team can't return it. I think that's the idea. It go. It, I, it has to go out the back. Out the back. Yeah. Oh, it has to go out the back of the end yeah. zone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's here's my tweak on this. Each end zone should have circles on both sides, like targets, and then you have to punt the ball into the circle and and land it there like almost like horseshoes like land it in the circle and then and then you get your point wow but just okay. blasting it out of the back of the end zone doesn't impress me okay oh apparently if if they just can't get the ball out of the end zone that's also a point but uh i would like to see this just because of the number of times the Vikings would have the ball uh, like at the eight yard line. And instead of coming out, you know, trailing by one, instead of coming out and kicking the game winning field goal, they'll just play for one in overtime and just send, send uh, Jordan Berry out to just blast one uh, 40 rows up so that Mike Zimmer doesn't have to sweat out the uh, another kick here. Amazing. <laughs> Poor Mike Zimmer. Zimmer's a good coach. He just, I don't know. I, I would be a little bit uh, scarred by my punter and maybe quarterback play too at this point. It's been 100%. a while. All right, so shoots uh, gets gets a uh, a delay on unlimited backfield motion. Uh, we do not go to three downs. Uh, Go posts stay in the back and maybe get tweaked, but uh, certainly not what uh, what Michael is 
suggesting here, but uh, we will bring in the Rouge to to spice things up here and uh, make some old school coaches a little happier that they can just play for one point at a time instead of three or six. Finally, Jason Garrett gets an avenue back into the NFL. <laughs> All right, this next one is from Uncle Phil, and boy, I I like this one. Uh, Fumble out of the back of the end zone, which every time it happens, it becomes a huge uh, just cry for change across all of football Twitter. It hasn't happened in a while, so we haven't talked about this since I I feel like last January when it happened to, uh, was it Richard Higgins who uh, fumbled in in the AFC Divisional round? Daniel Sorensen knocked it out. Uh, But the fumble out of the back of the end zone, the offense retains possession, but it is first and goal from the 15. And I like that a lot. Okay, so... All right. I could do that. If you move it if you move it back to the... I'm not going to try to be pedantic here, but like, like anything more than 15. Like, even if you said 17, I'd be okay with that. But like 20, you know? First okay. and goal from the 20. Okay. Yeah, I could get down with that too because it's similar to one of the proposals that you mentioned last week, Gary. You're basically lengthening the distance you need to go for a first down. So, yeah, first and goal from the 15 seems fair. You get some penalty, but not the kind of game-changing penalty that the fumble out the back of the end zone has been. Yes. It's a headache, but you're not giving the defense this huge reward for you know a ball they didn't recover when it was all said and done. exactly and this one this one is crazy i have not heard this one before i have heard the reverse touchback where you bring it back to the 20 and go from there but mm-hmm. uh i've not heard the you know get it at the 15 but you have to you have to go score a touchdown now yeah i think that's really smart like being able to manipulate also the down and distance right not just where the ball is at mm-hmm. be pretty sweet if uncle phil was like Falcon CEO Rich McKay just like trying to drop competition committee <laughs> intel into the weak side podcast, you know. We like let's it. Get, let's go. It Uncle is. I mean, I mean, this Twitter account is what is it? It's at XFYHNBVCX. So good. Could, could oh, be yeah. burner account. That's that's there's, a McKay burner account if there ever was one. That's a there's a zero percent chance somebody willingly signed up to use those letters as. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, I actually oftentimes use my name backwards for like random usernames like Enej, Y-N-N-E-J. I like started doing it in high school as a joke. And so I don't know, maybe this is some concoction of the letters in his name. What is this spell in Roman numerals? I don't know. It's definitely like when you when you uh, learn to spell like bad words on the calculator. Like you know, we're, <laughs> this is what we're going to end up with. Uh, you know? yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that actually does it for the reader ones. One rule that we get asked about quite a bit, though, that we didn't touch on last week, is the the spot and choose the Ravens uh, champion cause here uh, to do overtime with the uh, spot and choose and. Uh, I, I'll i open the door. I, I don't feel really strongly about it, but I like how creative it is, and I like uh, the amount of uh, decision-making that needs to go into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's the proposal where one team picks at what yard line you start play from, and then the other team picks 
whether you they would play offense or defense. So it basically gives both teams a choice and it attempts to level the playing field. I think it's really interesting. They proposed two versions of this. One would be sudden death and the other would be you'd play the full a full seven and a half minute period and whoever uh, finishes with more points wins. I think it's creative because we haven't come up with an overtime that has really leveled the playing field. There's always an advantage to the team that gets the ball first. And I think this offers, again, like another strategic consideration. Um, it's you know, you can factor in a lot of things, what your team's strength is, um, you know, it, depending on if it's sudden death or the other version, there's different considerations there. So I really liked it and wish it had gotten more traction. Yeah, that was one that I got excited about. And, uh, you know, you just hope that, because um, I remember reading a few people who are crunching the numbers and it's like, obviously, if you, um, obviously, like this would be the yard line that you choose to be X. And like, that was just kind of like the, the average, right? It would be like somewhere around like 33 or whatever it was that you would want your opponent to have the ball at. And so as long as it didn't get like homogenized, like um, like onside kicks have become or something like that, I'm totally down with that because like you said, Jenny, I mean, these coaches are, you know, at times like, I mean, obviously stretched very thin, but like I think should be challenged a little bit more. Like, you know, make them answer a trivia question or something like that. And like, <laughs> you know, if... If if you can answer like if you can point out like uh, different ancient Mesopotamian city states on a current world map, you get like uh, instead of a coin flip, it's like a three sided dice, and you get two of the three sides or something like that. You know. Yeah, and I think the idea also behind this was that I believe the Ravens said that in the current overtime format, it's a 58 to 42 win percentage imbalance in favor of the receiving team. So the attempt with this was to kind of level the playing field and yeah, correct for the fact that the coin toss, the winner of the coin toss gets a large advantage. That's how you know you have a smart organization when like you're perpetually like winning division titles and proposing really smart rule changes and like if you're like the texans you got to be like god will these nerds just shut up you know it's like it's like when the kid the kid in the front of the class is like engaging in robust discussion with the professor and you're just like just you have it all already you have it all you know but the rave good for them smart 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 football is it the draft yet uh, <laughs> also the... they're perpetually in favor of sky judge which you know yeah yep. sky judge, yep. sky judge. And the, the other thing with this is it would make absolute superstars out of your analytics guys. Uh, you know, we talk about, you know, we, we know offense coordinators and defense coordinators are valuable. We, offensive line coaches are very valuable. But uh, you would have to have a great analytics guy on your sideline for when this comes up in the postseason. And quite frankly, uh, you also have someone to to like point at if it goes horribly wrong if you said uh i want patrick mahomes uh, or you said like 12 yard line and the chief said sure we'll throw mahomes out there and he drives for the game when he touchdown now you have someone to point at and say like oh that guy did it the mmqb nfl podcast is jenny brentis connor Orr, and me gary gramling we are produced by shelby royson si's executive producer of podcasts is scott brody and our senior podcast producer is dan bloom Mark Mravik is emeritus editor of the MMQB, and Andy Benoit is the founder of the MMQB NFL podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe to this feed on Apple Podcasts. And once you do, please leave a rating and review because it really does help other people find the show, which is also available on Spotify, Stitcher, SI.com, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.